And welcome back to the experience for me, your boy Eli. It's me, Joe. And we got hey, Daniel Stanley. back. Hey, yeah, and I'm back. Hello, old friend. And uh, so you, and some of you guys might have noticed, uh, if you don't follow us on Instagram or any of the social medias, we, had, we, 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 we missed a week. And uh, there's a reason for that. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, if, if Daniel's around, that usually means one of two things. It's either something con-related, uh, anime-related, or fighting game-related. And it's all three, technically, because uh, where were we, Daniel? Uh, we were in Las Vegas, you know, partying out in uh, Sin City at Evo. Oh, yeah, partying out. Uh, what was the one thing, and what was the main thing we were doing there, Joey? Uh, we attended uh, Evo, which is... Uh... <laughs> The one of the, one of if not the biggest fighting game tournament in the world, uh, I probably had I think at least over nine thousand attendance. Oh yes. So yeah, it was, more, it was uh, more than ten thousand. I say I more than ten thousand. Yeah, probably right. It, it, it fulfills the the meme of over nine thousand. Okay, we we did it. We went over nine thousand, guys. We did it. And yeah, so in a random event that we will say. Uh, spur of the moment, we all decided just to go to Evo. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we've been to a couple of tourneys here and there, but Evo was probably the biggest one we went to. Uh, yes, it's in Las Vegas. Uh, we traveled to Vegas. We had a lot of fun uh, getting there. A little scares here and there, but when we arrived onto Evo, uh, let's just say the smile on our faces never left the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, Evo, uh, like I said, it's like the biggest fighting game tournament in the world. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like one of those big moments things where you're like, yeah. holy crap, this is, you know, you get to see all these famous players and you know pro players and all, you know, see all the yeah. excitement, the, the you know the long lines and all this stuff, and it's oh like, God, the long lines. yeah, and it, it it's a it's an interesting experience. Yeah, you know. So uh, the way we're going to do this is that, because uh, of course, not only is Evo a big fighting game tournament, uh, but uh, we also talk about reveals there. And uh, some reveals caught our attention. Um, and some of them were like, wait, they're doing that? And some reveals, as Daniel will probably explain to you, is so insane that the fact that they're doing this can only mean us hope for the future. <laughs> right, so... Uh, what, where do you want to start out? Because I, I think I have a decent, like, uh, understanding of where uh, the start. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. So, uh, on the anime fighter side, uh, French Bread announced a new Undernight game, Undernight Birth, in Birth 2. Yeah. So, you know, that's going to be, I mean, there was like, I think there was a copyright trademark like a couple months back where it's like, you know, maybe... They're making a new one, but yeah. sometimes that happens a lot of the times with certain companies, right? Because mm -hmm. I, I could I could have sworn there was a company that copyrighted like uh, a game name or something that was like, oh shit, is that a thing? It's like, no, they're just re-upping the copyright terms or whatever. Yeah, copyrights are bitch. And it's funny because like, Daniel, I think at the time they announced that you were on the line for Capcom, right? Yes, uh, I was. I think I was in uh, the Capcom booth, like, getting my ass kicked by Broly legs. Uh, when he suddenly just announced that they were making a sequel for uh, Under Night in Birth. And Joe and I were in line for uh, Mortal Kombat One, I believe. Yeah, I'm wearing the shirt by the way. Mortal Kombat One. 
Yeah. yeah. Mice promoting. Yeah. Are you getting paid by NetherRealm Studios? No, but Ed Boon, I'm right here. I may not be good <laughs> at your game, but I'm right here. Please send him money. I need the money. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I think what's even cool about it, not only did they announce it at Evo, but they also had a playable demo at Evo too, which kind of sucks because I kind of missed out on that. Yeah. Because I really like Undernight, uh, the latest one, uh, Uniclear mm-hmm. is what they call it. And not only, I think the biggest update is that this will have rollback, you know, because these are the, guys, the same guys that make Melty Blood uh, and Melty Blood rollback it was kind of shaky at the start, but they fixed it and it feels great. So you know, I'm I'm fully like on board. Like, oh yeah, he's had. But damn. Uh, so you're saying that Undernight got rolled back before Dragon Ball? Oh, <laughs> that that announcement from uh, Bandai. That was like when we were in the line to pick up our badges, right? Yeah, right. Damn, you were the one who told me about the the the, the tweet, right? Yeah, like I think it was even before we uh, we flew into Vegas. They announced that you know. Um... Not to expect any kind of updates for rollback netcode quite yet. It's going to be delayed, and there might be another beta on Steam in the future. That was the thing I because I remember talking about something like we were like, it's still in beta. Because yeah, it was last year, straight up last year at last year's Evo, where they announced that they were going to implement rollback to Dragon Ball Fighters. And, you know, it's been a year since, and people have been like, okay, I think it was like, you know, like there was a beta, right? Yeah. It's just like, okay, you know, that means it's coming soon, right? Right? And then radio silence up until this past weekend, or uh, and it's just like, yeah, no, uh, we're going to have to delay it. Sorry. You know, that's, that's just, <laughs> and it's just like, what the hell? Fighters can't be happy, man. No, because I was like, because I really like Dragon Ball Fighters, it just obviously did. I think we all like Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah, like it's just the delay-based yeah, netcode like, really. Mm-hmm. Go for it, bro. Yeah. No, I was just saying, like, yeah, like we we all love Dragon Ball Fighters. It's a great game. It's just uh, it kind of sucks that we have to wait a little bit longer, but you know. Yeah, you know, rollback just not. The delay-based netcode's not really great, yeah. and we are living in a time of just rollback gangs into everything. So, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's you know... I would just like to play some Dragon Ball Fighters yeah. on decent online, please. Mm-hmm. But, uh, jumping on to the other... I guess it's probably big news yeah. coming out of uh, Riot Games, because mm-hmm. not only was there a playable demo of... Uh, Project L, their new fighting game based on League of Legends. They also introduced a new character, Yasuo, uh, this samurai guy who's very popular. Yeah. So, and we actually got to play it, all of us. I'm all pretty three sure, of right? Us. Yeah. And uh, so, so it's two. Okay, now, how about you tell them the long ass line that we had to deal with, and our our cutaway into actually being able to play Project L. So there was. Two different ways to play Project Gel. If you wanted to play, you know, um, you know, one person against another one person, there's this uh, uh this Project Gel booth that you have to stand in line for, and everyone wanted to try it, and the line was very long, even wrapped around uh the booth a, uh, a few times. But there was also another hidden area in the arcade section of uh of Evo where you could play Project Gel as well. The difference is though is um not only is it on an arcade machine. But you have to be uh, teaming up and working with another person on uh, in a two v two game. So yeah, um, 
As you know, they found a way where you can still blame your teammate, even though if you lost. <laughs> and we were lucky to find that, too, as I recall. Yeah, I believe we were just sort of like walking around. We saw the uh, arcade booth, and then we noticed a bit of a line. I was like, what What are they playing over here? Is it, is it something big, like Marvel yeah. or something? It's like, no, it's Project L. And it's like, I mean, I like that Like, there's like two ways there's like two ways to play it. Because mm-hmm. for most of the other games, like MK1, Tekken 8, uh, which, I mean, we can get into yeah, that a little, yeah, a little yeah. bit later. Me and Daniel can get into that a lot. Yeah, but... Mm-hmm. Um, you had to get into the lines in the, at the at the respective booths and stuff. And mm. honestly, those lines weren't nearly as long. But the Project L line, yeah, it was, yeah, like Daniel said, it wrapped around the booth multiple times. And it's just like, do I really want to stay in that line? And then the only thing I get out of it is probably a little uh, uh, lanyard that says, hey, if I play Project L, or do I just want to jump into the line at the arcade booth, which is definitely shorter, but still a long wait, you know? Yeah, no, I... All three of us walked up to the Project L booth, hoping to play Project L. And the first thing we see was this enormously long line. Mm-hmm. We are not kidding when they say the lines get long. Because, like, we were lucky enough to get into, um, uh, like, the first people to get into EVO, right? Because uh, when, when we were waiting in line to get into EVO day one, we, already, we were already wrapping around the, the hotel room. The the whole like not even like outside the convention center. No, 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 no. Like, you know, like we were just like once we that line was so long and so far we wrapped around and stuff. Like we actually woke up early because we knew like doors open at eight thirty. It's like all right, let's get some breakfast in. Let's get to this line. You know, make sure we don't like miss out on anything mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. And then you know after we're done, it was like seven ish, seven thirty maybe. Yeah. When we got there, and it's just like oh Jesus, there's already oh my God. Holy crap, what is this line? I mean, you guys heard me scream, why, so many times. Every time we kept on being like, is this the end of, oh no, it keeps going. Oh, where's the end of the line? Oh God. <laughs> like, there is no end. There is no end. <laughs> Daniel was like, at like, least I'm not even by that. Like, I'm not even, even when they opened the lines and we were starting to get into the door, I saw how lo- long the line extended outside to where we were. Oh, I'm pretty sure that line went into the neighboring casinos that are in that whole Mandalay Bay uh, complex, you know? I'm no. Pre- I feel like it had to, right? No, I feel like I at least had to stretch to the casinos, right? Like, probably. The furthest I saw was like the, near that Starbucks stand uh, that's out, that was outside the convention center. No, that long? <laughs> God damn. I mean, like, the nice thing is that we weren't outside, you know? That was probably the one benefit, which, I mean, to be fair, it, you know, Vegas is a desert, and you don't want to be out there in, like, 90 degrees. No, thankfully they gave us water. 90 water degrees? It was more than 100, dude. Well, I mean, yeah, I was going to say the desert heat made it 100, but, yeah, it's... Thank God we didn't have to go outside a whole Holy lot. Because, boy... Uh, but, yeah, anyways... Back, back, back to Project now. Yeah, very fun game. Um, it's basically it's a tag team fighter like uh Marvel One and and like I guess Infinite, you know, like that sort of thing where you can switch out fighters, do combos, that sort of thing. Oh, and uh. All right.
¿Qué pasó? ¿Qué pasó? Oh wow, really? Yeah, it's like a five minute drive. It shouldn't take me too long. Oh okay, so you always want this? Yeah, well I can pause it. Okay. All right, we're back. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, but the interesting thing about Project L and the main reason why there was a uh, the the line at the arcade booth was, you know, two v two. Yeah, uh, as Daniel mentioned, you know, like you can play with uh, two people per team, and uh, yeah, sometimes you aren't prepared uh, when stuff happens when your teammate does some dumb things or whatever. Which it's 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 one of those interesting things things about a tag fighter where it's like. You have to cooperate, right? Yeah. So it's funny you say you compare it to Marvel's Capcom 1 and Infinite. But there's also a bit of like that Capcom versus SNK 2. And me and Daniel can deter to, can, you know, can, you know, answer this as, better. So I don't remember what game, what like uh, maneuver set we chose, like for us, for when it was you and me playing. But when me and Daniel were playing, we chose the, the handshake one, right? That was the one? Yeah, I think it was uh, the handshake method. Yeah, which were we did not know what the fuck we were doing. I'm, I'm just gonna be honest about that. <laughs> None of us knew. We <laughs> Daniel's like, let me let me set this up before I tell you the truth, boy, because <laughs> we were fucking up hot in there. Uh, yeah. Uh, even though I look, I even though I took a quick look at the uh, the move at the move list, uh, I have no idea what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Because like there's different systems you can have it where you can play it like a traditional Marvel's Capcom game, uh, but there's also like the thing where like you can tag somehow tag him in in a weird Project L is in in the simplest terms, and like Daniel can probably answer this better than I can. Uh, very very simple but very complex in a lot of ways. Am I right, man? Look, yeah, just I still got some of the coughs right now, but uh, I'm I'm good. But uh, yeah, uh, I kind of wish I was able to have uh time to get in line for like where I could play by myself, uh, cause uh, yeah, like it's not about having like a play with a uh, with a partner, but at the same time, you know, it's kind of hard to get a feel for it when you're just standing on the sidelines watching instead of uh, interacting with it. But for what I yeah. played uh, of uh Project L. Um, it seemed interesting for, for what I played so far, so hopefully I can get get another chance. Maybe yeah, I don't know when, but maybe in a beta in the future or something, so we can actually get about I can get a more hands on, you know, a playthrough of the game. Mm-hmm. Right now we only have four characters out of how many planned? I have. I don't think they've actually ever said how many characters they were going to release at launch. Hey, we don't even know when this game will launch. We don't even know what this game will be officially named. You know. Project yeah, so it's it's yeah, like uh, it is kind of one of those things where you like just like another while. Yeah, it, it might be, who knows, maybe another six months, maybe another year before we get another character or even like more stuff. But yeah, it's yeah, they're working on a lot of stuff in the background. Mm-hmm. But and they're only us know a little by little, which is getting us interested. But I will say, playing it has caught us all a lot more interested into playing this game. Uh, what was the next announcement that they made? Um, I would say probably more, like, I, granted it wasn't like a main game at EVO, and I don't think there was a side t- a tournament there, but uh, just more announcements for, like, other games, like, uh, I believe there was an announcement for, like, Rivals of Aether, like, a new character, uh, 
new character for Nicktoons All Stars, you know, Plankton, who will be in the game. Well, it's a sequel, actually. Yeah, it's a sequel. Yeah. And that there were there was a booth for it, wasn't there? Yep. I don't recall. Uh, I don't know if there was like a a booth or anything for Nicktoons All Stars Brawl, but uh, I did know like uh, they made an announcement there with Hungry Box. Yeah, Hungry Box was there. We took a photo with him. Nice guy. Yeah, you know, he's just uh, enjoying the sights and stuff, yeah. right? Um, probably something, I guess, interesting, I think, would be more of uh, your guys' speed because there was a Invitational KI Killer Instinct tournament. Oh, yes. And uh, they announced something at the end of that tournament. Oh, yeah, KI's back, baby! Killer Instinct! Like, after 10 years, it pulls the Skullgirls and makes a new update. So, for those of you who don't know, Killer Instinct came out in 2013. Uh, it was an Xbox uh, exclusive, their only exclusive fighting game. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, it did everything right. It, it, like, it legitimately did everything What was the last update that, for that game? Like, 2015? It was in 2017, dude. Damn. That was five years ago. Yeah, we so... haven't had an update in five years. Yeah, five years ago, that was the last update, and now we're uh, getting a brand new update. And what is that update, Daniel, for those that don't know? So, don't expect anything crazy, like no new characters, uh, you know, stages or anything like that, but pretty significant stuff, though. So, it will now be playing uh, in 4K on Xbox Series X and S, and there's going to be a balanced uh, patch with it as well, so some characters might uh, get some refinements as well, so all the people that hates Rash... um, He's going to be uh, balanced out, so hopefully Rush mm-hmm. isn't as uh, crazy as he is right now. Hopefully. But also, better matchmaking, because there's been oh, a, a lot right, of issues. Right. There's been a lot of issues between, like, a certain... Because uh, Killer Instinct is also a cross-playable, so with Xbox, PC kind of stuff. Um, that mostly, the when it, it's often shown to be a lot better when it was with Xbox... Uh, or basically Microsoft-centered PC stuff. So the PC side of Xbox, uh, uh, like Game Pass kind of stuff, worked really well with the Xbox, uh, like the console side. Uh, when yeah. it came to Steam, though, it was a little more difficult. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, it was cool that it was available on Steam as well, but the thing was that, um, uh, let's see, you can only do uh, casual uh, matches uh, with Steam users whenever you're playing Killer Instinct Online with crossplay. Uh, whenever you're, if you bought Plant Killer Instinct on Xbox or on uh, the or the version from the Microsoft Store on PC, yeah, you could do like casual rank, like you know, like normal, like no no issues. But with with Steam, it's a little different. So you can only do rank matches with other uh, Steam users, and only mm-hmm. uh, wait with uh with uh you know basically the Microsoft version from Xbox uh, or on the Microsoft Store on PC. Yeah, it's only through uh, casual only. And I think maybe yeah. the same with the lobbies too. So hopefully with yeah, the, with so, the new matchmaking update, update, you know, everything will be more streamlined, and you know, uh, you, uh, Steam users will be able to uh, enjoy all the uh, all the crossplay features of uh, the same as the Xbox or the Microsoft uh, Store version. And that's what where I'm going with. Like they're they're doing a lot more stuff uh, that make that's basically making the game more accessible. Because uh, the, mm-hmm. the the fact that it is is that KI, like I said, is, did things that 
what's ahead of its time, the rollback, the season passes, um, the content itself. That was always, uh, you know, Microsoft, right? And those those Xboxes, like, key with the game when it came with the killer thing. They had all that stuff. The stuff that we are now used to. They were they were on it before anyone else. Especially the rollback. Because Killer Instinct yeah. was one of those games with like really, really good rollback. It's like almost like mm-hmm. it was almost industry standard rollback kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Um but like it never got the attention because it was on Xbox and basically because it came around the time where like a lot of people were shitting on Xbox. Where like there's no oh, yeah. kidding, they were really jumping on them. This is around the DRM yes, policy. For a refresher for people that don't know why they were very uh, critical of Xbox up during that time. This was uh, during the, the Xbox One launch where one, uh, they they were trying to enforce, you know, um, let's see, always online DRM, making sure your console is always connected online. Uh, you can't play used games. You can't share games with your friends or anything like that. Uh, they tried to enforce uh, the connect uh, or else uh, you are uh, your Xbox cannot be playable if you don't have your connect, uh, you know, connected to your Xbox, and no one likes to connect. It was a disappointment. Um, like, see what else? What else was there? Oh yeah, and the PR for the the whole incident was awful. I remember uh, what was the guy before Phil Spencer? It was Don Magic, right? Yeah, Don Magic. Yeah, um, no, he, uh... he straight up told people if you do not have internet connections, they do provide a product for those people without the internet, and it's called the Xbox 360. That was not the right thing to say. Because <laughs> I remember those times. Yeah. It was very tough to be uh, someone who, who was... Uh, you got to have balls to say that to people, man. It's it's, all, it's almost as ballsy as for PlayStation whenever they announced uh, that PlayStation 3 was going to be $600. And if you really want to get it, get a second job. Yeah, I heard remember that. Jesus. Real, real balls. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, there was a lot of stuff that, you know, fought against it, but... KI sort of like, kind of like coming back from a, a, a from a two zero game round set or whatever. I, I'm, I'm losing my terminology today, but like it, it came back. It came back. It came back out of and like you know supported Xbox for a good amount of time. I, it's one of the games that I put so much time into. Like I, I know that game like the back of my hand kind of stuff. It's it's such a good game, and to see it you know come back is like. So, so amazing. I'm so happy. And, you know, who knows? Maybe through this update, we might get a KI2. I don't know. We'll see. We can only hope so. I mean, it's always a possibility. I mean, uh, Iron Galaxy came back for the update, so maybe they'll be back for the sequel. Well, they got time on their hands. Rumble Burst did not work out. Sadly. I, I, I game looked really, really fun. Game Rick, really fun. What other announcements did they make? I think there was an MK announcement as well. Uh, yes, this was a uh, another MK one trailer, mainly just showing off. Uh, I believe three new characters: Reptile, uh, Havoc, and Arash. Uh, so, Ashra. Ashra, yeah, I believe. Um, it's kind of hard to pronounce, but yeah, new trailer. Uh, I think obviously Reptile is the highlight because uh, all the MK ninjas are always kind of cool to see how they do them yeah. differently. And, you know, uh, at least this time they went kind of like a very interesting approach of uh, having Reptile just being a dude that can, well, a lizard that shapeshifts into a regular dude mm-hmm. and being able to mix and match that gameplay 
in both well, transform into a lizard for some attacks and all that stuff. And mm, yeah, it's like, really I think cool. That's to what see. people always wanted for a long time because that's what I always wanted. I thought it was cool that um like Reptile back in the original like uh MK games, like he just happened to be a ninja that could transform into like lizards and stuff like that. And uh suddenly they decided to make him an actual uh reptile in the in the newer games. Um it's kinda cool. I kinda prefer they kept him as a human, so it's kinda cool that they're Going back with that approach with the uh with the reboot, wasn't he related to Onaga in some little storylines? I don't remember. Was he? I don't know. Like, I think Havoc is a little <laughs> Havoc's a little bit different story wise too, because originally he was from Chaos Realm, but now he's from a different realm. Mm. Yeah, they're really going with the reboot. Yeah, but you know, um, we'll we'll talk about our, our experience experience with the MK one a little bit later because we did get a chance to play all three of us. Uh, but uh, on the other side, a new fail the new fear of fear game. Yeah, the new wolves. Uh, last year, uh, they announced uh, SNK announced that they were going to be working on you know a new game in the Fatal Fury slash Garo series, and now we have a, a title. We actually saw a little bit of the the gameplay, and yeah, it, it looks like I mean I think it's gonna be kind of fun. Yeah, uh, we won't go into too much of it because there's not that much to talk about. But the graphics look very much like an improved version of uh, KO15, mm-hmm. so that's gonna be fun. And it's not team based. It's, oh, yeah. it's just one on one, right? I mean, that's how normally Fatal Fury games are. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's usually how Fatal Fury is one one v one. And the last Fatal Fury game was technically Garou, Mark of the Wolves, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And that was like twenty. No, that was nineteen. What year was that? I don't know. I know it's at least uh, I think more than twenty years since the last one. Yeah, so that that should give you guys an idea. We had KOF more longer than we had Fatal Fury. Well, I mean, I feel like eventually KOF sort of supplanted Fatal Fury as like SNK's main fighting game. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. All right. What's in the next side of the announcements, bro? Uh, we can, uh, we'll, we can talk about uh, second eight announcements, uh, showing off a returning character Raven and also a brand new character. The coffee girl. Yeah, Asuzena. Yeah, from, yeah Peru. from Peru. Peru. No, can like, I just she say talks that so much about coffee, you sometimes would have mistaken her for Colombian. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I was that, that I was gonna be like, how is she not Colombian? Isn't that the well, real thing? I mean, it's Peruvian coffee. I guess, but I mean, people like to talk about I, Colombian I guess that's coffee. That's true, more. but usually Colombia has the best coffee, isn't it? Yeah. So... I just ordered the same thing off the side. I want to know. I don't drink coffee myself. Yeah, I, I agree with Daniel. I don't really know. I, I can't weigh in on this coffee debate. I just get the same thing I get from Starbucks every time. That's just it. Uh, but no, yeah, she's really cool. She she dodges and wheezes. And uh, my only issue, though, is that that translation was really weird. Yeah, rewatching the trailer, there are some moments where it's like, okay, since I understand a bit of Spanish uh, and the subtitles are a little off, here and there. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. Like, I never really noticed it because, you know, they're talking in a language you don't speak, like French, Japanese, Korean, so it doesn't phase you. And then we, uh, you actually get a Spanish character that speaks Spanish and it's like, that's not what he says. That's not what she actually said, but it's close to. Yeah, we'll give you points for effort, though. Yeah, but Raven's trailer looks cool. He's got nice little shadow clones, which is awesome. 
And I think the the mm-hmm. the thing that everyone got away from that was uh, what the hell was up with that stage? Yeah, it's like a weird like white desert. There's some weird crazy hand things in the background, right? And then like there's that weird shadow area. I mean Tekken. I mean, what's the whole point of the uh, that infinite Azure stage in Tekken Seven? Where where the hell is that set? I don't know. That's Kingdom Hearts. I guess fair enough. <laughs> uh, but no, I think uh, and we did get to actually play a bit of Tekken Eight as well. Yes, and like and that will also be with like uh with with MK One. We'll talk about that uh, towards the end because mm-hmm. we can go on about them that gameplay. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I guess the uh. Probably the next big thing was from Guilty Gear. Uh, not only are they doing uh, for season three, not only are they doing uh, balance improvement and uh, new battle mechanic stuff to the game, adding new moves to certain characters like May jumping off of a dolphin. Which I mean, the collective no and groans I've heard on the Evo stage was hilarious. Yeah, as someone who's uh, messed around with May, when I saw that man. <laughs> I was like, no. But well, I was, I was that's a little bit better seeing uh, Faust's new moves. <laughs> uh, uh, we were watching each other. I looked at Daniel when that happened, and like the smile immediately went to frown. Like, like not in an instant, but it was like just a slow dive into the into sadness. Uh, but the good part of that of the trailer was we got Johnny. Yeah, Johnny comes back. He's uh, the next character for season three, along with three more characters showing up, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes, three more characters, a total of four, mm-hmm. which is, I think, less than uh, last season. Yeah, because season two started off with Bridget, and then you got uh, Sin, Bedman, uh, yeah. and Oscar. No, it's about the same then. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of season one. Yeah. Season one, let me see, Gold Lewis, uh, Biken, who's the others? Happy Chaos, Testament. Happy Chaos. Testament and Jacko. No, Testament wasn't yeah. season two. Was Testament season two? Yeah. No, season one. Nah. Someone's got to uh, I'll fact check. Keep going. Yeah, but I mean, Johnny looks cool, obviously. He's always been a cool character in Guilty Gear. Um, I can't wait yeah. for people to see, oh my god, this guy's cool, and then realize, oh god, what the hell, how... How do, how do I play this man? Why is it so difficult to do all these cool things? Because I always that's what I've always gathered from Johnny is that yeah he's a cool dude with the awesome shades and hat and like a samurai sword, but uh, if you want to if you want to play opt- optimally you gotta like grind it out, you know. Yeah, not only does he throw coins at you, uh, he now throws uh, playing cards. Yeah, fully. Uh, I think that's an interesting mechanic, honestly. I want to, cause I.
All right, so we're getting costumes that we always thought about. Uh, they don't look. They, they all look pretty good. They all look pretty good. I'm not gonna deny them. DJs look good. I think Marissa and Jerry's gonna be the most popular ones though. I mean, Jerry's costume is gonna sell a lot. Yeah, Jerry's is gonna sell. Mm-hmm. You know, wait for that. Yep. Well, I'm waiting for Chung Lee's five costumes to come out and at the end of the year. That's true. I I don't know who's gonna have more costumes this this game though because. I think uh, Chun Li and Jerry were pretty much tied. I think, right? I don't know. No, like Jerry you had like say, more. Jerry had more. No, I feel like I she feel had like, like the most costumes out of anyone combined. I mean, it wasn't surprising. It wasn't surprising. I feel like Manon might be up there though, too. Marissa as well. Out of all the new, well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry's. I mean, you saw that Street Fighter Six comic book cover, right? <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna be able to have enough money for Street Fighter Seven with all the jury costumes they're gonna sell. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right, so that's gonna, that's all the announcements. Uh, obviously, since this was our first Evo, let's talk about our experience there. Um, obviously, we played some games. Uh, we talked about Project L already. Uh, MK One. Um, how'd you guys feel about it? Hmm. I like it. I like it. Uh, I know some people were complaining MK11 was was still a bit too slow for their taste. Um, I personally thought it was fine, but I definitely noticed like it it does plays a little bit more faster in uh in this one compared to 11. Yeah, I always felt like Among Combat 11 was always like held back by a lot of stuff. Like it felt a little too heavy for me, especially when I was trying to do combos. But this one is just like smooth and buttery in my in my opinion. Yeah, I think the one thing I remember was like the main thing with MK11 that I always found kind of uh, holding it back was the variation system. So they had, they had that in MKX, right? But in MK11, it felt like it was they they went even further in that direction. Mm-hmm. Like, I get the idea of like, oh, you can just pick and choose whichever moves you want, whichever you feel com- more comfortable. But it's like. If you, it feels more fun if you have everything, you know, accessible. Yeah. Right. They're trying to build like loadouts essentially, which I, I don't know. I think that's always was like the big thing for me, and also the movement and uh, you know playing MK1. It's nice to have that freedom again to do just a bunch of stuff, as well as just how fast paced it feels. You know. Yeah. Like I, I had a lot of fun with because I think how many characters was it for the demo we had to play. Cause I think it might have been like what four or five. No, there's four characters and four. four, four characters and four cameos. Oh, okay. Because I remember playing Sub Zero and Layman. Layman, Luke Kang, and then Johnny Cage. And there's a who's the fourth one? Wasn't it a uh, Kenshin? Yeah, Kenshin, Kenshin. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they all play pretty good. And yeah, no, I guys, if you're an MK fan, yeah, be excited because that that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, Tekken 8. So, Joe, you got to play with a rando. Yeah, because uh, I believe uh, they were eventually splitting the lines between uh, people who wanted to play on sick and people who played regular controllers. Yeah, pad. Uh, pad. Uh, me and this, uh, and you had to be, they were pairing you up. Mm-hmm. So, and you guys got paired up. Uh, I got paired up with a rando. Uh, and we decided, hey, the line for pad's shorter. Let's just jump in there. Because we, did, we didn't want to have a preference. 
Yeah. And I will I will admit that was probably one of the most fun most fun times I had uh, playing a video game in quite a while mm-hmm. because we were both a very like similar skill level. Of just we're kind of just noobs and we don't know what the hell we're doing, so we're just gonna mash. And yeah, Tekken Eight felt a lot of fun. Um, you, I think you had the same characters as like the closed network test they had about like a couple days ago before Evo. Yeah, I believe that they had the same yeah, roster characters. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, it felt fun. It felt more aggressive, which I think that was the whole point of Harada was like mm-hmm. very much saying I wanted it less less focused on the defense and more like mm-hmm. offensive options and yeah. stuff. So yeah, I definitely felt that it felt really fun and nice to play. Uh, you guys uh, had a very interesting experience, I believe, right? Yeah, uh, they were looking for people to play on the main stage, and uh, me and Daniel were just happened to be next. And we were like, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> no, yeah, like, they had us, like, in two separate lines. If you want to play with a gamepad, be in this line. You want to use a yeah. fight stick, get in this line. And we just happened to got picked. <laughs> yeah. And, like, we went up there. Uh, I know Daniel wanted to play uh, Marshall, but I was like, dude, we got, we're up here. We're the first ones. We got to do that that cool intro of uh, Lars and Jin doing the fist bump. Like, I really wanted to play as Marshall Lee, but... Um... I did it just because you really wanted to do that cool cutscene. <laughs> and granted, you know what? We did pretty good. We, we, we gathered the crowd. And they were watching it. I think even one of the developers from Street Fighter was up there, was watching us. Oh, was they? Yeah, Takayama. No, Takayama-san. I <laughs> Dude, I, I saw him and I called him out immediately when I was walking. I was like, oh, Takayama-san. I was like that. And he was like, hey. Wait, I missed that. <laughs> Cause you were already sitting down, I think. I don't know. Yeah, but we put up a good, uh, a, a good fight. Uh, it was, it was high because we both didn't know what the fuck we were doing, but it, but it turned out pretty well. Yeah, I won't lie. I, I think when I was done with my set, because I didn't think me and the, uh, it's the rando, we were kind of just like, how many games do we play? Cause it's, I don't know, is it one and done? Or we just played a best of three, and afterwards, uh, when we got out, I was like looking for you guys. I'm like, okay, are they still in there? And I just happened to like turn and look. I'm like. What the hell? How'd you guys get on stage? <laughs> what sort of uh, Mr. Magoo like scenario did you guys get? Like, how'd you guys get up there? <laughs> I mean, they just saw two handsome lugs and like, you guys look good for stream. Go for it. Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, I I am excited about Tekken Eight. Yeah, I think uh, I think I'll have more fun with this than Tekken Seven. Yeah, and to answer some of your questions, we did also compete. Uh, I intentionally went two two. At Street Fighter, I mean, two, two uh, the, guy, the guys I was going up against DQ'd, so. But I, I got two lot. I mean, whatever. But I also competed in, in uh, Killer Instinct. There was a community tournament. That, I, I earned my 2-2, two, two, and I'm very happy about that. What about you? And you, uh, Joe, you also competed in Street Fighter? I played in the Street Fighter tournament as well as uh, King of Fighters and the Blaze Blue tournament. Um, I will just say i did the best i could and i wouldn't be here on the podcast if i won in any of those tournaments so <laughs> and daniel how did you do let's see street fighter not so good i also competed in uh, persona 4 arena ultimax in the community side did a little better uh but still got knocked out and uh and then uh, KI is probably the uh, the best I've done. Um, and it probably didn't probably helped because there was only like maybe twenty of us, right? Yeah. 
that did help. That's okay. I did the, the best that overall, even though like I didn't do as great as I hoped in Street Fighter or Persona, like I still had fun. Yeah, I think that's all that matters. Um, yeah. And for those of you who are wondering about Evo and thinking about going, I say go for it. It's it's a lot of fun. You meet a lot of cool people, and there's a lot of stuff to do outside of you competing in whatever said tournament uh, you want to compete in. There's a lot of the community tournaments. The arcade room was awesome. Um, the shops were great. We got a lot of cool stuff there. Um, oh, yeah, like, yeah it's, we got yeah. we got so much freebies, man. Like uh, they gave us so much free shirts. Yes, so many free shirts. I, we made the joke. It's like, why do we even pack shirts for this trip? I, I don't know if we just got lucky. We have we went to Evo where we were just giving out a bunch of free shirts, or that's usually the norm. But yeah, like we I don't know how many free shirts I got in from the weekend. Yeah, I will say like, like you said, even if you're not competing, you know, obviously it's just an it's an interesting experience to go as just a spectator. I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, heck, I mean, there was still there was like uh, developer panels. I'm pretty sure as well. Yeah, where developers were talking about the yeah. game and act, yeah, so you know. It's an interesting experience to do that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and there's some like some new stuff that you could try out too. Like, uh, I think it, it was Junk Food Arcade, right? Like, uh, the guys behind the Snackbox Micro, uh, they're yeah. uh, making a new uh, type of controller called uh, I think it was, I think it's called Swirl. I have to double yeah. check on that. No, but it's basically, it's imagine a, a Snackbox uh, controller, but it's also made uh, uh, to, uh, to play other games outside of fighting games, so you could use it to play spider-man on ps5 or maybe dead by daylight on pc or even elden ring they actually had a challenge going on during um uh on saturday where if you could beat uh, an elden ring boss using their their new controller you could get a snack box for free and then was like i'm not doing that <laughs> weird because like yeah you're playing a weird little hitbox like controller to uh play spider-man or elden ring but once you actually like try it out and see how it plays it actually plays pretty uh pretty good <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. Like I said, it's it's almost a con, but at the same time, it's a very like interesting experience. I recommend everyone to go. It's it's a lot of yeah. fun, even if you're just even if you're not competing. There's still a lot of cool stuff around there. Uh, but yeah, I think that's about it for today. Um, yeah, if you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to follow us on all social media: Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And to get some We're most active on Instagram. We find links to podcasts. Uh, all the podcasts that's we're first part of, like our podcast, Spotify, Pandora, all the like, YouTube, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, Patreon is there for the support. And yeah, Evo 2023 was awesome. Um, I would totally love to go to 2024. <laughs> we'll see. Because, <laughs> like I said before, this is very last minute. <laughs> like, we might even go to Evo Japan. Okay, don't, don't, don't make promises, man. <laughs> don't make promises. Like, I can't. I said, we might, might, never said we will. Fair enough. But anyways, with me, it's, your it's boy, a good you know. mic too because apparently Giona says it's cheaper to go down into Vegas. <laughs> I feel like it might be right. Yeah. Like, like compared to how much, and this is just me like thinking about uh, yen to USD conversions. Uh, you can probably buy a lot more. Uh, you pay for a lot more with a US dollar than with yen. You know, it's one of those things. I could see that. Yeah. But anyways, guys, it's been me, your boy Eli. Let's see. Me, Joe. Boy, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a good one. Peace.